0: You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One.
1: Well, we uh, uncover some footage of uh, Paul Newman driving his GT3 R 911 that I just purchased at auction and crashing at Road Atlanta. Yeah, we didn't even see that. In a... You know, not a violent crash, but a crash. Yeah, a definite crash. Yeah. Um, so we have Good. Good we story. have we have that uh, coming up, and uh, trials and tribulations from me driving the highways and the byways. <laughs> Of uh, SoCal. First, I'll tell you about the uh, Tommy John. Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, and function, proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. They have the no wedgie guarantee. I'm wearing mine right now. Comfortable stay-put waistbands, luxurious soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking fabrics. It's breathable. No bunching or riding up. It is, uh once you go to Tommy John, you don't go back to whatever you wore. I have not thrown away, like I had like these Calvin Klein mm-hmm, midways. Mm-hmm. They were like 22 bucks a piece. I can't throw them away. Yeah. But I can't wear them again because I'm used <laughs> to now Tommy John. So you can also, you can go online at TommyJohn.com or you can shop at one of uh 1,200 retail locations across the country including Nordstrom stores as well. It's the best. It's Tommy John, right, Matt?
2: Yeah, hurry to to, tommyjohn.com slash carcast for 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com slash carcast for 20% off tommyjohn.com slash carcast.
0: just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff or products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to be cool, stuff and loose. I don't want enough. I don't 2020 is here, and another year of Adam's monthly nut is about to bust. This month's shipment includes a Mr. Bircham tape measurer, so you can remember the horrors of the jungle while marking that 2x4, a Wallet Ninja credit card multi-tool. There will come the time. You will save the day with it. A sack of Aussie's famous flank steak seasoning, so you can make your meat taste just like Aussie's. And as always, a bottle of your choosing. This $60 value is yours for only $25. Sign up for one month or keep the shipments coming. So prep your mail's box and get ready for Adam's Monthly Nut.
1: get it on got to get on a trip get on a mandate get it on and welcome to carcass a man of Corolla, that's Matt the moderator DeAndrea hello hello oh man nothing like being a small business owner <laughs> I uh, I went I went to the other shop the car shop the movie shop the car museum and I slid open one of those big filing cabinet drawers that are in sort of the back storage area yeah, and yeah. I got them labeled like rough electrical, finish electrical, rough plumbing, finish plumbing. And by the way, there is no such thing as opening one of those drawers that says rough plumbing and not finding like a sharpie just like sitting sure. on top or something. It's 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 literally impossible. It human beings, <laughs> I the one thing I've learned <laughs> The one thing I've learned from working with people is when you tell them to organize stuff, they cannot do it. (laughs) They can do it to a certain point, but you will still open that drawer and you'll pull out a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't belong in there. Yeah. It's impossible. But what happened was is I pulled out the top drawer. The top drawer and the bottom drawer were like sort of connected. So I slid it open. I think I was talking to you on the phone. Yeah, And I slid. and, And the thing was chalk a block filled rough electrical with like LBs, uh, um, unions, connectors, sleeves, and whatever, all metallic, everything. And they both came out, and the whole thing just capsized. Hey,
2: on the other end of the phone, it sounded like, an, like, like I don't know, like something out of a movie, like an entire shelf came crashing down on
1: you. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I said to Matt Porcelain Punisher, I said, tell the kids, tell the young boys, the young guys who work with me, kevin and brian i said go into rob's office go into that room tear it all out i can't take it anymore i can't take just take it all out let's organize it let's figure it out let's let's blah 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 so uh i said that last night so i showed up you know showed up this morning and i was like i want to see what kind of progress these guys are making on this office uh one of them's not working today.
2: I was gonna say, are they sitting there eating sandwiches?
0: Well, because every I, time we walked in when the I pulled other room, it's I pulled up
1: those guys eating sandwiches. When I pulled up, <laughs> uh, Kevin, uh, O'Brien, oh, I'm trying to think of which one, anyway. Um, when I pulled up, he was sitting in his truck eating a taco. <laughs> it, it was like 10:20, right? Like, yeah, um, my My argument as an employer or as really as a human being is have breakfast (laughs) or not, you know, whatever, a little MCT oil in the coffee or whatever, and then have lunch, you know, at noon. Yeah. So it's hard to get make a lot of progress on that office if you're in your truck eating a taco. Now, here's the whole thing. Nobody knows what my schedule is. I pop in, pop out, pop in, pop out. So you're rolling the dice, but normally... Normally, you're in good shape. Yeah. I'm just saying when I pull up at ten eighteen and you're just sitting in your truck eating, um, that says to me, maybe this is something you engage in.
2: That to me says eating your breakfast burrito, or your taco in the morning at home just costs you a, a taco. Eat it at work, you D- get paid for it.
1: There's an element of that. So uh, I know it's a new world order and you're not allowed to say, like, what the fuck or get yeah. moving or whatever anymore. I would argue it doesn't serve the person. Yeah. It, it,
2: it, it does it, it, make you question, are you eating that taco on your time or my time? But
1: let me let me explain something to everybody <laughs> philosophically. Um, do not work the eye in the sky or the man or me. Do not. He, let me explain the fool's errand and then we'll get to a bunch of cool car stuff. Do not base your behavior on whether the boss man is pulling up or not. Just have a mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because. You, you don't want to get into this mode where it's like, where's the boss? He just pulled out. He's going on. He's going to the west side. Oh, good. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> that That's not going to serve you as an adult. It's not going to serve you. I don't run my life that way. Like, where's the boss? He's not around. Good. I'm going to lay down. Yeah. Like, don't do that. <laughs> just work. Yeah. Just work, and then lunch will come, and then if, you can if eat.
2: If your day always starts with that fear factor of, like, what – Almost like, what am I going to get away with or can I get away with?
1: Right. you know, but even, also, even in a small
2: level, like, are you pulling up in the next 10 minutes? Should uh, I be eating my taco or not? Like,
1: Also, <laughs> when I come walking into that space you're supposed to be organizing and it doesn't look that much different than the day before, yeah. have a little of that wash over you.
2: Now, ha- if you rolled up and he was eating the taco, but then you went into the back room and it was 40% done.
1: There had been movement. There had been about 80 minutes. There had been about an hour worth of movement. Stuff had been shuffled around a little bit. Just there was no movement at that particular time (laughs) because he was eating a taco. (laughs) Well, those
2: those are delicious.
1: Now, I'm sure he was going to take 15 minutes and eat his taco and then just take a 15-minute lunch. Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It is a weird time to be a boss. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because we're living in an era where people don't work or they don't like to work, or you're not the boss of them, which is a weird time to be the boss. It was it was better. Back in the day, not only could you... you you If you were the boss, you got to yell at all the men and have sex with all the women. It was an awesome time to be the boss. <laughs> yeah. Now, you can do neither. <laughs> all right. It. So, uh, we got a 12th Newman car. Yes. Theoretically. Um, we got the uh, Porsche... Uh, 911 GT3R, which is also a 993. I'm, I'm a little, I'm always a little confused. Mm, 996. Oh, 996. It's, it's like a, hey, this is a 911 GTR, and slash 996. I guess that means water cooled. I'm not sure. Water cooled. I mean, you can see the headlights are a little different.
2: Yeah. Water, uh, it's got the weird kidney bean headlights, but uh, water cooled 3.6 liter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 400-plus horsepower in, yeah, 996. But as you and I were talking, it is a GT3. I know they say 911 GT3, but Porsche guys know GT3. But, you know, the auction listings, how they categorize it. GT3.
1: Yeah. You know? It's a GT3 R. And as I learned from Wikipedia, it looks like they made 62 of those at the factory. Okay, so it's a factory race car that they made sixty two of, and then I guess they spread them around. And um, we had ours was campaigned by Dick Barber's team, mm-hmm. and Newman drove it one time at Road Atlanta, Petit Le Mans. Um, I don't think the car finished. Uh, you heard accident? I do believe in the description where you can go down. And look at how many laps and mm-hmm. how it finished and, you know, DNF and all that stuff. I think it's a transmission issue, what have you. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a cool piece in that if you're a Porsche guy, for me, one of the sort of Mason-Dixon lines of do I like a Porsche and even certain race cars is – do they have the center lock nut or mm-hmm. do they have the lugs? Yeah. If you think about Porsche, especially, if it's got the lugs, you know, it's an early 911 or it's a 914.6 or a 914 or, or, uh, 956, or sorry, 356, or like whatever it is. But if it's got that center lock, it's an RSR, uh, it's a 935 it's a i I don't know why yeah. the center lock yeah, yeah. to me is yeah a,
2: or the modern the modern, modern days exclusive cars like the the you know the five lug is a little more street car ish where the yeah. center lock would be like g t s or g t three or nine eleven turbo s right not even the turbo turbo s
1: so this has that, which is cool, and that's just the factory cage and everything in it and and it's yeah. a it's a cool race piece, and it's a newman driven car. You know, I wouldn't call it a Newman car, but it's got his name on it because he drove it at uh, Road Atlanta in that Petite Le Mans thing. Mm-hmm. thing. Um, so it's a cool piece. And in the in the Porsche world, we're now into the three Porsches, so we're starting to become a little bit of a Porsche family. And it's it's nice. It's a little modern, and it's it's a good looking car. So you know, at the end of the day. These race cars should look good, and some race cars just don't look that good.
2: I, I don't know if Dick Barber was running any other cars with this similar livery at the time. But I guess we can dig into that a little bit. But it's silver with some blue and yellow stripes. But, you know, I, I, I agree. I First of all, yeah, it's three Porsches now, 12 uh, Newman cars. It's a GT3 and any of the Porsche GT cars are always uh do well as far as value is concerned and of course it's you know 62 made as an R mm-hmm. which is good and then you know of course yeah then there's the the Dick Barber the Paul Newman factor um and it's kind of cool having this this modern racing car now in 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 the collection of modern,
1: yeah, modern yeah 20 year old modern yeah race car uh max pattison 90 laps at road atlanta with an accident so you were right um the uh the, on the the, yeah.
2: the the accident the only reason i got with that is uh i was in arizona at the uh bear jackson opening night gala event and uh and bumped into Peter Brock and Gail Brock and sat with them throughout the night and you know dinner and some cocktails. And Gail was – I showed her the car. and She's like, I know this car. And I said – she said, where did it race? I said, Road Atlanta 2000. She said, I was there. I saw Newman run it. She goes, and I'm pretty sure uh, there was a little accident. I don't think it was terrible, but enough to just kind of end the race. An accident, I think she said, turn five. Uh, I don't know maybe
1: maybe uh, maybe Chris can find a picture I don't know that there's anything out there but um the uh well you know <laughs> Newman did drive aggressively and uh, I don't know if it was Newman driving with the crash that's what we heard
2: yeah she I she said the Newman car she thought Newman was driving but you know again a, a while ago
1: um so he was a pretty aggressive driver I I know from making the doc that there were just a few races I we had footage of of him kind of dive-bombing, you know, turn one, which is not – it doesn't really live in a bubble. It's kind of an aggressive driver mood. Mm-hmm. Everyone slows down, moves over, and sets up, and you see some daylight, and you go, like, I'm going for it. And, like, when you look at that Long Beach Grand Prix footage yeah, where yeah. he just dives in to turn whatever off of the back straight – uh, there's just no possible way he was making that turn. No a, he should have no. known a lot better than to know that he's <laughs> never going to make that turn. Now, I know it's enticing when people slow down and move over, in the seas part, there's all this daylight, but you have yeah. to know you're not getting out the other side of it.
2: Yeah, that was that's a tough one. That's a tough one, too, because you're right. A lot of times on the track, somebody heads into a turn, the next guy, the next guy, they're all in the same line, and you're like just seems like there's an opening here i don't know why no one's taking advantage of it slowing down and moving
1: over there's plenty of daylight yeah yeah so uh we got that car unless you're adrian brody it's the yellow flag (laughs) 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 he does his passing during the yellow um the yeah. yeah we called
2: it in and uh uh called into the mecham auction yeah and uh We
1: were we we bid on it and went for about I think it hammered at one forty five. We just sat on the phone. It got there fast. Uh, You know, I don't think what what people don't realize about these auctions is they get from zero to one hundred thousand plus or million plus they don't get there in five minutes they get there in 45 seconds yeah they, I, that, they, that whole thing was probably two minutes long that that m- maybe yeah maybe because they slow down a little at the end when mm-hmm. they try to milk it but they go all right let's start with 15 they go 15 they go any, okay 75 75 all right 100 yeah. okay we're at 100 like that's eight seconds yeah they get to 108 seconds <laughs> they don't... It,
2: it moves quick and it was going quick once it hit a 100 it was it was you know 115 120 125 and I think it hit 130 and they asked us for 140 and we said 135 right and he's like 135 accepted I was like oh well we split <laughs> we split the <laughs> the number and then uh, yeah so it hammered at 145 um it felt like there was only one other bidder maybe in the beginning there was a couple but mm-hmm. once it hit that 100. 1015 mark i think it was just uh just the two people just um you know us on the phone and and some uh, somebody else
1: it's a nice piece and i think it's the kind of thing you could drive at Sport. for sure at rennsport and then at some point you could probably drive that thing for the Monterey historics i mean it is 20 years old already
2: i think it 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 could do some porsche club events uh, and, the and, porsche club and, and, and stuff. some things like that um uh but uh I don't know. I, you could just drive it down to Bruce Myers' Rodeo Drive show. I think it's,
1: it's of, kind of street. It's, it's kind got lights of lights and stuff and You work. have some footage or a picture have, of this? I have the aftermath of uh, of the Oh, there's a little oh, bit of really? footage here of uh, Yeah, the whole broadcast. Newman, you, look at oh, this really? racing
2: suit he's got here. It's wearing there his we Texaco, Texaco racing yeah. suit.
1: And he is out of the car. The reason contact, although it did not look like it was really his fault. There is the car, the oh, new Barber Racing number 15. Contact with like the, the Lola, the Banana, the Banana Joe's restaurants and Casual Island Party. Is damn Lola! That's a Lola
0: Judd. Oh, oh boy, here's
1: the footage it. of the it's car. Well, this is what we've been talking about. These guys and these prototypes having to make these, oh. cars, and there's just not a lot of room as you go down through the S. That is. Yeah, you it's. Look at it. Oh, that's, Yeah, and the... the uh, fine, good uh, good fine, Chris. Good find, Maxapata. There's really nowhere for either one of these cars to go. You the... Can see Newman's driving it on the inside. There's a prototype so car on the hole, outside. And there's not much of a hole there. Boom. he's got to avoid that curb on the right. The, Newman can't really move the, the driver's left anymore to leave a lot the, more room. Well, that's and cool. Yeah. <laughs> Glad they fixed it. Yeah. Um, a nice job fixing the, it. The... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, man, uh, look, here's here's the problem. Everyone wants to pass. No one wants to get held up. I get it. I know that feeling of when somebody, when you're in a faster group and you're coming up on somebody Mm -hmm. and you know that every hundred feet you're behind this guy, whoever is behind you is coming right up on you or the person that's in front of you is getting further away. Yeah. So you have this crazy sense of urgency to like, I got to get past this person. I got to get past it. It's. It, I had it coming here today uh, because I was at one of those. Oh, and last night, jeez. I was at, uh, I was yelling the whole time. Um, I was talking to Matt, but you know, like you guys know that feeling of the small street signal that leads to the big boulevard that you get onto once in a while. And you're like this signal takes so long to go this way. It's not like big intersection. It's small street signal to big street, which Mm -hmm. means you have to wait for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's fast, right? So, which it should be. It should be much longer on the big street, right? Yeah. But then you got that person in front of you. There's the lead person. Then there's the person who's like third, second, and then there's you. And the person is second is leaving like 30 feet between yeah, yeah. and you have this anxiety like hey man, when this signal goes, we got to go because if you drag it, yeah. we're not going to make it and then it's a super long yeah, well, cycle to make it. They're going to make it.
2: <laughs> but you five cars back are not
1: going to make it. I so I get that feeling of the guy in the Lola who's like I yeah. got to get around this guy. But you can't do it on the S's where there's no room. Right. I've I've driven <laughs> uh, quite a number of laps or a number of laps over at Road Atlanta. I can tell you, as soon as you get through that chicane, it just opens up into the big sweeping over the hill and the big mm-hmm. sweeping right and everything. Plenty of room just to blow past him. As soon as you get a, through the S.
2: Yeah, I, Newman was what seventy-five in that in that. If if that was 2000, he died in 2008. At like
1: 82, 82, 83. 83. Right. Must have
2: been 75, 74. 74, 75, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because he looked good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was. He got out of the car. He definitely had intention in his eyes. You know,
1: the thing about that crash that we just saw was it's not Newman's fault, but. You gotta be looking in those mirrors at mm-hmm. all times and races like that because guys are coming up fast and you just give them room yeah even when they even when they don't deserve the room even when it's on them, even when they had no business pushing their nose into that corner, yeah. and you had the line you still just have to you have to look in those mirrors and just move what's it what's interesting
2: over. is is he may even thought he was giving enough space because he wasn't. Hugging the corner, he was right. in the middle. Right, he knew that Lola was coming around, or or he had passed it. He saw it in his on right the side, and then I I don't know maybe that maybe that guy just clearly thought Newman was going to go out further. But uh, yeah, I was yeah.
1: Uh, I was so I was leaving the house. I had this funny moment. I was hustling out this morning, you know, and I was like, I got to go to the new shop, mm-hmm. run around there and yell tell everyone what to do. And then I got to run over here and we'll run over to the other shop and watch guys eating tacos in their truck <laughs> and so on and so forth. And so I was kind of, as I was leaving my house, I was like, do I go to the signal that's a long signal mm-hmm. that no one's ever at and I literally drive through it? I just drive through the red. Right. Or do I go to the other street that's a longest signal, but you go, you get a straight shot to the to the, uh, you get a straight shot to the freeway, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, I'll just pick that signal because I've been timing it and I've been hitting it lately and it's been working. And I start going down the street and there's a guy in a like a mini pickup with a camper shell and it says like, my dog is my co pilot. And I can clearly see there's a <laughs> yeah. dog in my, and this guy's just doing that move where he's just crawling down the street. Now, my thing is I was yelling at you in the phone when I was going to the comedy store last night, which is to everyone, by all means, you're looking for an address or you're disoriented, yeah. or you're not sure. What I was yelling at, what I was yelling at Matt about last night is I'm going to the comedy store. I am on the marquee. Oh yes. It says Adam <laughs> Carolla. That's my name. On the marquee. I have timed it. I'm supposed to be on stage at 9.15. I have timed it to pull up there about eight, nine minutes before 9.15 from yeah, my yeah. house. I've wazed it. I'm going down Sunset Boulevard. I'm crossing Laurel Canyon or Crescent Heights, and we've stopped. And the signal then turns green, and we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle lane. And the reason we're not going anywhere is the person at the lead of the middle lane has decided they wanted to turn right up Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Except for they're not in the right lane. (laughs) Right. So what they're going to do with a red, with a green light and, and, and as the lead person, they're going to wait. Until the right lane completely clears out and everyone turns right, yeah, and then they're going to turn right and they're going to block now, everybody my, behind. You. They're already blocking everyone. Mm-hmm. They're wait. Yes, I am four cars back and I'm honking because <laughs> that's, that's the person the behind them won't honk. <laughs> now, anyone who knows that area knows that there's a small side street about a hundred feet forward. Just go. Yeah. Here's my whole thing. You made a mistake. Why do we have to pay? We've all done it. Like, you missed your turn. Good. Hey, hey. good news, traveler. There's a side street that's 100 feet ahead of you. Yeah. You you can go up that. Just go. Just turn right. Figure it out. Make it your problem. Turn, Not turn, everybody else's right. problem. Right. <laughs> so I'm honking. And everyone's like, what are you honking for? And it's like, this guy stopped in the middle of the street. It's
2: It's too bad nobody else between the chain of you and them figured it out. Because at one point, you're honking and going... Go! And you're like, yeah, I'm five cars back. He can't hear me. <laughs> right. You're kind of hoping for the pay it forward kind of thing. Like right. I'm honking, then you in front of me honk, and that guy honks, and then when five people honk, then somebody really
1: listen. I have, I have, I've seen people and done it. I have shamed people out of their maneuver, and I've seen other people do it. The person behind them just lays on the horn, and eventually the person goes, "Oh fuck it," and they just go straight. Yes, you can shame them out of this yes. decision.
2: By the way, if I'm in that position, honk at me. If I'm blocking you, honk, and I'll be like, "You're right."
1: So, <laughs> I'm. I know I'm running late. You know I'm running late. Yeah. I gotta run to this other shop. I gotta run over here. I got blah blah blah, <laughs> and I get to the signal that's the long signal. Yeah, and I'm riding behind this guy. It's like I've. I've 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 assessed as a little off. And he's just going like eleven miles an hour down the street. And I'm doing that move where I'm filling him his his rear view up. I'm right behind him, right behind him, right. Behind him. At some point he starts heading to the light. There's a car parked waiting at the light. And then he stops fifty feet short of that car and mm-hmm. he just parks it there. <laughs> and we're just there. And I'm going Okay, this light is going to change. Yeah. And then the first car is going through, and then he's going to go – yeah. why is he leaving this massive gap? I so was Trying to get a rolling start. We're sitting there, and we're parked, <laughs> and the light's the lights red, and he's, his front bumper is 50 feet away from the rear bumper of the car he's supposed to be up on. Yeah. And so I toot on the horn. I just give a toot. Yeah. I, I, I wish – just a like close I the wish gap. the car had a friendly horn sound, but I'll make it as quick as possible. Just a tot. Just hey, hey. Yeah. M- move it on up. Uh, his response is a fist that comes out of the window. Yeah. That turns into a fuck you bird. Oh. Then we sit there. Then the light changes. And because he now doesn't – now he flicked me off, so he's self-conscious about that. Yeah. He then gets a slow start and hustles through and basically runs a red light. And you get stuck. And I got away. All right. My point is (laughs) you're allowed to space out. You're allowed to text. You're allowed to check your Google ways, your map, quest, or whatever you want. When the person toots the horn behind you and you look up and you see nothing but real estate, yeah, then move forward. The, you, it, what is the fuck you? Where's the fuck you part come People in?
2: should know the difference between the the quick toot horn that, "Hey, I'm just getting your attention, honk" versus the "You're being an asshole, honk." If you're laying into it, that's different. There's the there's absolutely, you're right. There's the
1: nice absolutely. just pay attention. Even if you lay into it, you're still doing something wrong. I'm not honking at you randomly. And by the way, the scenario that I didn't want to happen played out perfectly. Exactly. I did not make it. I was third. (laughs) You were second. The first car made it. You hustled through and I did not. So, but I fist. Into fuck you. Yeah.
2: No, No. I like that he got your attention first.
1: With the fist. With the fist. Right.
2: And then he delivered his message.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Yes. Hold on a
2: sec. Let me tell you guys about Geico. Maybe you rent. I don't know. Maybe you rent your home. Maybe you own your home. Either way, I bet there's a bunch of stuff you got to do, and it's hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling Policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you're already you already have so much to do around your home. So just go to Geico.com and get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com to bundle your home and auto insurance.
1: Yeah, so that was uh, that was pleasant. What we saw. I'm always thinking about guys like that. Like, what are you looking for out of life? Like, how do you think life works? Like, you fuck up royally. Somebody gives a light to, like, "Hey man, you're in. You know, you're fucking up, and your your attitude is fuck off." That's you must. That is your posture in life. Your posture in life is I shall just go through life, and if anyone. Tries to, if a stranger says, hey, uh, we want to make this signal, right? Yeah. Oh, by the way, he he had uh, fingers remorse. <laughs> We've had it a million times where they go, fuck you. And then they go, oh, now I'm going to have this dude parked behind me for the next fucking five minutes at this light. Like maybe <laughs> yeah. he gets out of the car. Like yeah. I reflectively told this guy to fuck off. But now I don't really want him staring at the back of my head. So what this guy did is he did a dangerous maneuver where he... I mean, that fucking signal was red when he went through it because he didn't want me no, staring no. He, at the back he, of his pull head.
2: he pulled an axle Foley so you couldn't find him. Right. Right? He, he ran through the light and, you
1: know, that's how you ditch the cops. Right. So <laughs> I don't know, but, but what... How does this person navigate life? What is their thing? Well, nobody's allowed to ever say anything to them. Like, what happens when a cop says something or the IRS says something or their wife says something? Like, is everything just fuck off? He when you toot the
2: horn at him, he does take a beat and notice he's doing something wrong or he needs to close the gap or whatever. But he still follows up with the F. You He's like, F- you're you, right, I, I'm wrong, but also F- you.
1: I will accept F-U and movement. <laughs> His name yeah. was F-U and no movement, meaning I must be, I must. So he's I, got I acceptance be, of doing something wrong, F-U, and I'm not doing anything about it. <laughs> well, my, almost my, my favorite part of life is I need to be taught a lesson. But you, I'm not sure what the lesson is. Yeah, I don't is. know what the lesson is. I didn't is. do anything. Right. I yeah. do love the, I, you need to be taught a lesson. <laughs> All right. We went to the Shelby premiere. Yeah. That was uh, pretty awesome. Had a lot of the old dudes over there. Somebody had a funny dink I was watching. Um, I The other day, I, just, I sat down with Pete Brock and talked to him about so much of this stuff. Mm-hmm. We haven't aired it yet, but I got so much information out of him. And I wanted to watch that scene, just that, that stanza where he invented the Daytona and they took it to Sebring and they took it to Daytona and all the cool old pictures and yeah. stuff like that. And they had this picture from Sebring where it was just flooding. It was just crazy. There was a black and white picture at night where all the water's just coming down. You see the rain. Oh, going I saw yeah, the somebody treated
2: it too or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I paused it when yeah. I was watching and I was like, god that's an incredible picture what an yeah. incredible picture and then I just paused it and stared at it for a little bit like yeah. what an amazing black and white in a way it was like one of those old pictures from Madison Square Garden with the heavyweights and the cigar smoke and the yeah. 40s and you know raging bull and black and white like it had that great the light ring lights yeah. there and you see the smoke Like, you you couldn't do that anymore I said what an amazing picture and I stared at it for a while and then the next morning, I woke up, and then somebody just like tweeted me, like, "Hey, do you see this? Where this picture come from?" And I was like, yeah. "That's so weird because I've stopped and stared at it, um, but I don't know where we got it. I got to talk to uh, Nate about about that picture." But uh, so many great images from back in the day, and you could just never recreate it. They'd be black and white. They'd be in the rain. The cars are so different now. Mm-hmm. So on. Mm-hmm. the drivers, the helmets, the the out the the fire suits or the bib overalls or whatever, yeah. you just couldn't recreate it anymore. You know, the uh, Shelby premiere was great. With many of the Shelby team yeah. was there, not just the grandkids and the kids, but yeah, uh, of
2: course, Pete Brock, Charlie Akapoo,
1: yeah, and many of the guys who worked on the cars, drove the cars, still around. They were so yep. young back then. Up on stage, uh, answering answering questions eh, occasionally. Occasionally, a Me Too moment up there, <laughs> but uh, and mostly with Nate. <laughs> we just had uh, Max, Pat, also Nate. shot me a email or whatever. But Uppity has gotten like reviewed or something by like the Black Filmmakers Association or something, something, something. So uh, hopefully, there'll be a little uh, Uppity momentum as well. I think you guys tell me if this sounds right. I think we're having – we were having some issues, streaming, website. I think we got them fixed. Uh, I saw a tweet or two. I saw Nate answering a tweet or two. So I think the streaming for Uppity is – up and running. Yeah, let's obviously, assume
2: by time this airs, it's fixed. <laughs> obviously, uh,
1: Blu-ray and DVD and all that yeah. is there, and you know, get your Shelby I, Blu-ray because we I, got some extras on there.
2: The reviews for, Ch- for Shelby have been great. Everyone that was there that saw it uh, seemed to really enjoy it, and uh, and it's, it's one of those, it's one of those weird like gauging films is. You go to like a premiere like this or any movie, and then after the movie, there's always like a bunch of dudes in the bathroom, and you know, and it's always like Ford v Ferrari's like good movies, like yeah, but that wasn't right and this wasn't right, whatever. After the Shelby premiere and after the uh, the Q and A and the and the cocktail hour, there was like five old dudes in the bathroom, and I went in there, didn't say anything, and the guys like. Hey Bill, I saw your car in the movie. Yeah, that looked good. He's like, yeah. He goes, man. He goes, that story about whatever this happening, this happening. He goes, I didn't even think anybody knew about that. It was really great to see in the film. Like it was just like a praise fest, and I was like, yeah. that's actually pretty rare because there's always. It's so easy to like nitpick and go, oh, this was missing or that was inaccurate. And there was a bunch of the guys going, all oh, that was great and it was accurate and it, and it told the real story. So. Was, it's was kind of a nice little compliment. <laughs> Agreed.
1: Um, <laughs> for that film. So check it out. Or just watch it Netflix, on Netflix. Yeah. If you like it, just get the Blu-ray. Uh, Milwaukee coming up. I'm going to say this Friday or is it next Friday? It's a Friday? week from
2: today. So, yeah, you could say this Friday.
1: That's the rules I've made or tried to make many times. Mike August, not down. Not down. With that, but Max Pat is down with it. Yeah. 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 This Friday, yeah. yeah. This Friday. Well, the only confusion comes with me is that I made this rule so many times. That's why I'm. That's why I hesitate. I we talked off the air about the pause, hitting the pause button, just ahead of station. <laughs> no. So uh, this Friday, <laughs> not today, but this Friday, I'm uh, coming up at the Paps Theater in uh, Milwaukee. Already getting tweets about Polish and German joints to eat at. So get ready to get your grub on, Maxipata. Um. What is, how long is the drive from Milwaukee to uh, Chicago? Is it about, did someone say it was like 90 minutes or something? Or is it longer? Either way, following, following day, the 25th, coming, uh, Saturday, coming to, uh, Chicago Park West, that's gonna sell out. So you better hop on that. Yeah. It's like two hours. Like two hours. Two hours, yeah. We're gonna have a good time. Michael, do
2: it in 37 minutes. (laughs) Yelling all the way,
1: honking (laughs) all the way. Driving on sidewalks and you can, uh, (laughs) Pre-order, I'm Your Emotional Support Animal. It's up on uh, Amazon (laughs) and Barnes and Noble and all that as well. Go to com. Find out all live shows everywhere. New book. What do you got, Motorator?
2: Heading out to uh, Arizona Auction Week, so follow me on my social media. I'll be hitting up RM and Gooding and barrett Jackson. If we have time, I'll swing by Driver
1: Driver. Driver Driver. <laughs> so until next time, the Crawl from Matt the Motorator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel.
0: For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Carcast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarcastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.